Good afternoon and welcome back and thank you for joining me for chapter five of George's Marvellous Medicine and chapter five is called The Cook-Up which is really exciting because after all those yucky 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 ingredients he's put in he's now beginning to cook them up oh so here goes in the kitchen george put the saucepan on the stove and turned up the gas flame underneath as high as it would go george came the awful voice from the next room it's time for my medicine not yet grandma george called back there's still 20 minutes before 11 o'clock what mischief are you up to in there now granny screeched i hear noises george thought it best not to answer this one he found a long wooden spoon in a kitchen drawer and began stirring hard the stuff in the pot got hotter and hotter Soon the marvellous mixture began to froth and foam. A rich blue smoke, the colour of peacocks, rose from the surface of the liquid and a fiery, fearsome smell filled the kitchen. It made George choke and splutter. It was a smell unlike any he had smelled before. It was a brutal and bewitching smell spicy and staggering fierce and frenzied full of wizardry and magic whenever he got a whiff of it up his nose oh firecrackers went off in his skull and electric prickles ran along the backs of his legs Oh, it was wonderful to stand there, stirring this amazing mixture and to watch it smoking blue and bubbling and frothing and foaming as though it were alive. At one point, he could have sworn he saw bright sparks flashing in the swirling foam. And suddenly, George found himself dancing around the steaming pot, chanting words that came into his head out of nowhere. Fiery broth and witch's brew, foamy froth and riches blue. Fume and spume and spoon-drift spray. Fizzle, swizzle, shout hooray. Watch it sloshing, swashing, splashing. Hear it hissing, squishing, spissing. Grandma better start to pray. George turned off the heat under the saucepan. He must leave plenty of time for it to cool down. When all the steam and froth had gone away, he peered into the steam and f see what colour the great medicine was now. 
It was a deep and brilliant blue. Mmm. It needs more brown in it, George said. It simply must be brown or she'll get suspicious. George ran outside and dashed into his father's tool shed where all the paints were kept. There was a row of cans on the shelf, all colours, black, green, red, pink, white and brown. He reached for the can of brown. The label simply said dark brown gloss paint one quart. Well, he took a screwdriver and prized off the lid. The can was three quarters full. He rushed it back to the kitchen. He poured the whole lot into the saucepan. The saucepan was now full to the brim. Very gently, George stirred the paint into the mixture with a long, dark spoon. Ha, 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 it was all turning brown. A lovely, rich, creamy brown. Where's that medicine of mine, boy? came the voice from the living room. You're forgetting me. You're doing it on purpose. I shall tell your mother. I'm not forgetting you, Grandma, George called back. I'm thinking of you all the time. But there are still ten minutes to go. You're a nasty little maggot, the voice screeched back. You're a lazy and disobedient little worm. And you're growing too fast. George fetched the bottle of Grandma's real medicine from the sideboard. He took out the cork and dipped it all down the sink. He then filled the bottle with his own magic mixture by dipping a small jug into the saucepan and using it as a pourer. He replaced the cork. <gasps> Had it cooled down enough yet? Oh, not quite. He held the bottle under the cold tap for a couple of minutes. The label came off in the wet, but that didn't matter. He dried the bottle with a dishcloth. All was now ready. This was it. The great moment had arrived. Medicine time, Grandma, he called out. I should hope so too, came the grumpy reply. The silver tea tablespoon in which the medicine was always given lay ready on the kitchen sideboard. George picked it up holding the spoon in one hand and the bottle in the other he advanced into the living room <gasps> well tomorrow we find out what happens when he gives her the medicine um so we read two chapters there only because it was only a couple of minutes um 
when I finished the first chapter. So I carried on and read the uh, chapter six as well. So we got two chapters in there. Um, so we shall find out tomorrow what happens when she tastes the medicine. Do you think she's going to taste any different? I think she might do. But I am so excited about what's going to happen. <laughs> Can't wait. So anyway, you all make sure that you have a great day, but make sure that you st take care and stay safe. And I will see you all again tomorrow to find out what happens next. Bye for now.